at Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Wednesday, August 10th, 2022. Stand up for your country. Well, we had a huge crowd last night watching and listening to the No Spin News. It's still going on. If you're not a, a member of Concierge or a premium member of BillOReilly.com, you can watch that anytime you want. Now, now a lot of you across the uh, country are listening on the radio. That's a 9 to 10 or whatever it may be time and then on television with our distribution all over the world that's a set time but if you uh, go to billoreilly.com and you can watch us anytime um and again a lot of people watching last night and i think it's because that we analyze this trump thing very precisely so if you watch uh, the net and cable news you get a lot of speculation you get a lot of very impassioned opinion nothing wrong with impassioned opinion but speculation, conspiracy theories, all that, no, we don't do that here. So tonight we're going to top what we did last night because I know more. And I'm going to know more tomorrow because I'm talking to some people who were there at the rape. I don't believe I'm going to be able to tell you who they are. I might be. But I am assembling as much information, accurate information, as I can. Because this is, as I said yesterday, an unbelievably important story for every American. It really comes down right now to Biden versus Trump. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So President Biden says he did not know about this raid. And that's probably true, as we explained yesterday, because uh, the Justice Department would give him cover. But he knew in general, he had to know, President Biden, if he can retain information at all, and that's, you know, a legitimate if, he had to know that the Justice Department and grand jury is looking into Donald Trump as far as removing documents that he should not have removed. So Biden had to know that, all right? But did he know about the precise raid and all of that? Probably not. Now, Donald Trump, he's making it real personal as far as Biden is concerned. Here's what he said, quote, Biden knew all about this, just like he knew all about Hunter's deals, unquote. Okay, so um, a lot of people agree with Donald Trump. And maybe Donald Trump is right. Maybe I'm wrong. But again, let's delineate it. He didn't necessarily know about the timing of the raid, but he did know about the Justice Department looking into the allegation that Trump removed documents he should not have removed. But that's not the big story, <laughs> okay? I'm going to get to the big story. So after Trump accused Biden of knowing all about it and orchestrating it, then, of course, the Biden team had to respond. So you know the White House spokesperson, Corinne Jean-Pierre, is very, very weak. All right? And here's the first question yesterday. Go. Does the White House, if the president believed, would be helpful both domestically and single-bed sense abroad for the Department of Justice to be more open about the reasons for that search warrant, the underlying evidence there. Again, this is not something I'm going to comment on today or from here at all. Uh, this goes to the Department of Justice, and that's where I refer you to. Absurd, insulting. It's insulting. Now look, Joe Biden's the leader of the country, okay? Does he want transparency here or not? I mean, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's stonewalling. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about 
It's the biggest story, lady, in the country. It affects every American, and you're not going to talk about it? Roll the second clip. Former Vice President Pence called on the Attorney General uh, to provide a full accounting of the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago. Is that something the White House would support? I'm not going to comment on the department. Uh, I'm not going to comment on this. It's going to. I'm refer you to the Department of Justice. And has the President spoken with the Attorney General today? I'm. I'm just not going to speak further on any any conversations. Outrageous! This is an absolute outrage. Okay. So now, yesterday, initially, Donald Trump was embarrassed, but now the needle is going back. That's embarrassing. She's an embarrassment to Joe Biden. You, you just can't dodge everything in a story this big that affects everybody. But she is. Now, we did a little investigating on the judge. He signed off on a warrant. We don't know what was in the warrant. Okay. It was sealed. I'm trying to find out, but I don't know yet. I do know about Judge Bruce Reinhardt. Okay? So he signed it. I believe they judge shopped. Okay? That means the FBI and the Justice Department looked for a judge they knew would sign this for whatever reason. So Reinhardt, he donated $1,000 to President Obama's campaign and 1000 to his victory fund. He also donated $500 to Jeb Bush in 2016 when Bush was running for president. But here's the headline on Reinhardt. He was tied in with Jeffrey Epstein. He was not a judge at the time. He was a defense counsel, and he represented some employees of Epstein. Now, that's not necessarily a negative. Everybody deserves representation. But he was roundly criticized for his deportment in the Epstein case. Leading up to that, Reinhardt uh, spent more than 11 years as an assistant U.S. attorney, so he knows a lot of people in the Justice Department. Trump's lawyer, Christine Bobb, was on the scene. A lot of people say, uh, and I'm going to get to this in a minute, she was denied access to what the FBI were doing. She couldn't go in and watch them. I don't want to say anything about that until I get the facts, but we're going to have it for you. All right? Um, According to the Trump people themselves, they were given a heads up that this raid would take place. And we told you that yesterday. So now it's all on Merrick Garland. All right. Biden, and we'll tell you a minute, he's out of there. He's on vacation now. Okay, he he, he didn't want any part of this because this could boomerang back on him. It already is. So Garland, within a week, has got to say This is what we were looking for, and this is what we found. He won't. He won't. But that's the responsible thing to do. And then he presents whatever he found to a grand jury. But he can tell the American people what he found. No law against that. But he won't. Okay, so let's sum this up. Big, big story. Biden administration stonewalling the story. Okay? Um, 
Trump trying to put it on Biden. He knew he did it. It's all Biden, 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 Biden. One further thing. When you watch these cable news programs, and listen, I, you all know I did this for more than 20 years. The most outrageous things in the world are said on both sides. All right, so the hate Trump, they already convicted Trump of God knows what, but they've convicted him. And then the people who like Trump, they're saying, well, the FBI made a planted evidence. That's, and I said to Hannity on a radio show, and we have it posted on BillOReilly.com, it's a, it's a good back and forth about this between Hannity and me today on the radio. I said to Hannity, look, anybody saying that the FBI planted evidence in Mar-a-Lago yesterday is irresponsible. Number one, it'd be almost impossible to do because you would have to get classified documents somehow and then bring them to Florida and then put them in a drawer or whatever. That didn't happen. And then there's all these other people, FBI agents, they're all going to say, oh, yeah, let's plant evidence. All 30 of them are going to go, yeah, let's plant it. Come on. Come on. This is the dopey conspiracy stuff that we talked about yesterday. You weaken your case by doing that. Okay? Is it possible? Yeah, but it's a thousand to one. Because it would get out. And you can't get the original documents anyway. You can't get them. FBI agent can't just walk in to the National Archives and grab a document. On. So anyway, craziness, but not here. So we got a good guest for you. Uh, his name is Stuart Kaplan. He's a uh, private attorney, but he was an FBI agent from 1995-2006, 11 years. And he knows what he's talking about, which is why I'm putting him on the air tonight. So, uh, Mr. Kaplan, we appreciate you taking the time. I'm going to ask you a series of dumb questions, okay? And But we need to clarify things. So, number one, when the FBI goes in with a warrant to search a home, do they ever let counsel for the homeowner Follow them around and watch the search. Yes, sir. With the caveat that when there is the execution of a search warrant, the first and main focus is to clear the location that's to be searched to ensure the safety of the agents who are going to enter into or onto the premises. Once the agents have been satisfied that the location to be searched is safe, basically free from any weapons, the target of the search warrant, vis-a-vis -vis being the owner of the premises or the person in control of that premise, would have the right to remain on premise to view or watch the search. However, that individual could not impede or obstruct the search. So that's okay. the only issue. Now, Ms. Robb says she was allowed to stay on the premises, but FBI did not want her watching them go into Melania's closet or other places. Is that unusual? That would be unusual. And so okay. I've been, yes. And if I could just put it in real time, I have been case agent on many different searches or executions of search warrants where lawyers have shown up and it would not be within my right to prohibit that lawyer from following around 
to make sure that it is done in a dignified and orderly manner so that people are not ripping, you know, things out of the wall or just, you know, just yeah, being sure. unprofessional. Right. That's, okay. that's normal. All right. So that's good. I'm glad you cleared that up. So um, Donald Trump's lawyer, Christina Bob, all right, had the right and the FBI would have you, but she says, and I don't have this nailed down tight. I don't have a soundbite on it. But it's out there that they didn't want her in certain places. Okay. Secondly, what I just said about planting evidence, that's very hard to do, is it not? I think you hit the nail right on the head with respect to your narration that in my lifetime, and certainly in my prior experience, I would never, ever concede that any single FBI agent or certainly a group of up to 30 FBI agents would conspire to plant evidence, and certainly given the level of scrutiny that anybody would have to anticipate, that did not happen. Okay. There were surveillance cameras in Malago, and they did capture the FBI raid. Now the FBI apparently wants to see, um, some people say seize, again, this is all anecdotal that's floating around, the footage. Does that make sense to you at all? So when you take a look at the affidavit in support of the search warrant, that search warrant must have particularity with very specific facts. And that judge, and as you mentioned, Magistrate Bruce Reinhardt, would only give the lawful authority to seize those items that have been specified within that warrant. Now, it begs the question, was the surveillance video part of what was addressed in the warrant. If it was so it not had to be in the warrant for the FBI yes, to take it. That is correct. You cannot just grab innocuous right. things. And we don't know. That's we correct, don't know. sir. Now, you That's are in correct. Palm Beach. You must know this Reinhardt guy, right? I have the highest regard for Bruce Reinhardt. I, I knew him when he was an assistant United States attorney, and I certainly have appeared before him when he was a United States magistrate. Now, I just want to make some correction here because you touched upon it. In West Palm Beach, in the Southern District of Florida, there are only two magistrates that sit. They, they work on rotation. So I will assume that it was not necessarily maybe shopping for a particular judge. It may have just been that he was the duty magistrate. Could have, could have been. But it, with his resume, it just looked to me, and they didn't have to go to West Palm Beach. I mean, they could have well, gone to other jurisdictions um, in Florida, could they not? Well, sir, the general rule is that where the property or premises to be searched are located, the FBI will go to that district of where that property is located. This okay. property happened to be in West Palm Beach or Palm Beach County. It would be consistent with going to the Southern District of Florida. Now, with saying that, in fairness to your viewers, that could have been Broward County or in Miami. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, That's sir. what I'm talking I, about. But, but just so you, I just right. want to be clear, there are because all If the Justice Department had approached the judge and the judge didn't sign a warrant, the whole thing would have gone up in smoke. So you've got to feel that they knew who would sign. I'm not casting aspersions on Reinhardt. I'm just saying that one misstep here and Garland blows the whole thing, whatever he's trying to accomplish. Now, let's move it along to other things. The Wall Street Journal is editorial today, and they are no fans of Donald Trump. They say that this whole thing about the National Archive document, OK, 
okay, could have been done with a subpoena. They could have subpoenaed what they believe Trump is holding, and they didn't have to raid his house. How do you see that? I think you're absolutely correct. And, and actually, even a less intrusive manner in which to issue a subpoena would have been to issue an order to show cause, which could have been filed, uh, whether up in New York or in Florida, wherever they believe those records were being maintained to compel him to come before a United States District Court judge and explain either, number one, are you in possession? And if so, why are you unwilling to return those documents? So Trump would have which- to then appear before a federal judge and explain what the National Archives is alleging. Is that correct? That is correct. Sir. But that and didn't so, happen. No, sir. They that came in happen. with a bulldozer to clear an answer. Right. That's true. Listen, All right. we so agree now, that you- People are going to think it's political because they had another reason, okay, another way to go without blowing this up worldwide and making America look bad. Now I'm going to get to my speculation. I don't like to speculate. <laughs> I'm a fact-based guy. I think they were looking for stuff about January 6th. That's what I think this is all about. Because if you look at what happened to Hillary Clinton, no doubt Hillary Clinton removed classified documents from her office in Washington as Secretary of State. She did it, 2,000 of them. And the only reason the FBI didn't lodge charges was they said, well, she didn't do it on purpose. I know Trump, he doesn't sit in a room with documents, okay? But that's either here nor there. I think, based upon what I know and what I'm seeing, that this raid, they were hoping to get some kind of text or some kind of piece of paper or some kind of printout, Trump talking about January 6th. Does that make any sense to you? Well, in a movie or a novel, maybe so. But in the real world, you don't go in with the hopes of then trying to find some criminal activity. You have to allege that the crime already has occurred. No, or I know that. I know process. that. But you know and I know fishing expeditions exist. You I know, know the that. Temper- yes, sir. But I know the temperature of the FBI with respect to the January 6th proceedings personally. And I know they have had a hands-off position letting Congress do this show and the fbi really has taken a back seat the other thing is and bill just so your viewers fully understand the real world a search warrant that it was executed two days ago must contain information that the supreme court of the united states has defined as ripe meaning fresh something that may have occurred within the last 30 to 45 days the fact that he may have been in possession of materials that go back since he left office a year and a half ago would not be sufficient to escalate it to being able to sign off on a warrant. But he hasn't been there since May. Well, but someone had to have been able to corroborate with particularity, actual facts. This is the real world. No, I I understand. Someone on the inside had to say, yesterday, I saw X, Y, and Z. And I am, and I believe he's going to either destroy it or hide it or transfer it or do something. Okay. It can't be something that someone saw a year ago. But that that is so far fetched because the man is in New Jersey and has been since early May. Then that Which brings- then shows that he would not have been in a position to destroy right. any document. Right. Okay. And that brings us to the next thing that if you have a what you call fresh information, all right you give 
the man under suspicion, Donald Trump, the ability to explain it, right? 100%. I agree with you. Because if you don't, it looks like we're a fascist country. Kick the door in. Find anything. Now, last question on this, and then I want to get into the FBI in general. Merrick Garland is the boss. Ray works for him, okay, in the Justice Department. In the next week, I am calling for the Attorney General to put forth specificity about this case. Should he? 100%. I felt that this case was synonymous with someone pulling the pin in, in, on a hand grenade and throwing it into a crowded room and just walking away, appreciating and understanding and anticipating what the collateral damage would be. Crazy. And they did exactly that uh, without any regard, knowing that there was going to be uh, a significant fallout. Look, uh, Bill, the FBI's reputation going back to May of 2017 has been irreparably harmed when then-director James Comey was fired. They've been trying to rehabilitate their reputation, and unfortunately now in August of 2022, it's it, over. the legitimacy, not only the integrity, right. and Christopher the Ray cannot he cannot uh, continue. He can't. Uh, well, if if well, you look well, at that, his... If you look at what he did last week in front of that Senate committee on Thursday, stonewalling everything, and then you add this to it, again, more than half the country thinks it's a political persecution <clears throat> to a former president. How can this guy continue? He can't. And you so mark my words, up. you, Mr. Kaplan, you mark my words. It isn't going to be Garland taking a fall for this. He won't because Biden, but Ray, where do you see? Now, let me get you, I, you. You brought up Comey. I thought Comey should have been charged. Um, you disagree? I don't know if I necessarily would say that he committed any sort of criminal acts, but it is the first time. And, and believe I worked under uh, then director Louis Free and Bob Mueller and, and completely a different atmosphere. Um, that was the first time that it was evident, crystal clear that a director of the FBI lost his sense of moral compass with respect to being neutral, detached, unbiased, untouchable. Clearly, uh, he crossed the line. There, okay. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but I, in my opinion, what he did, all right, you can't, I would have charged him with abuse of power. McCabe, all right, his deputy, whose wife was deeply involved with Democratic politics in Virginia, who now works for CNN. He was pretty much steering this into a political area, and he got away with it. So, look, and this is what I want your viewers to understand. There's the field agents across right. the United Everybody States. knows that. I don't want to be... And I, then there's... I, well, I right. No, but, but, but then there's this... But here's I'm going to volunteer some information. There's the seventh floor right. at headquarters... Right. They needed to clear out with a that. bulldozer that. And right. unfortunately, there is a systemic problem that still is there. And there's a culture that goes and acts with impunity. And that's and what we're seeing. Play out. Some of that is Trump's fault because he hired Ray and didn't fire him when it was clear Ray was incompetent. Last one. Struck and Page with all of the memos going back and forth that we got to get Trump. Shouldn't they have been charged with, with some kind of violation? 
Well, it, it, you would think at least minimum when OPR and Office of Professional Responsibility charges to have at least, you know, come down hard on them. I They got a pass. Yeah. They got a free pass. It's outrageous. All right. But... You were one of our best guests that we've had in years, uh, Mr. Kaplan. I'm not just saying that because you were. Um, so I hope you will do me a favor and just track this story. And when you see something that doesn't stack or you see something that the folks need to know because you're a straight shooter, you're obviously that, very knowledgeable, give us a call. We'll get you right on the air. All right. I want to offer one thing. May I sure. offer one last thing? Absolutely. The president of the United States, either him personally or his chief of staff, is debriefed every morning by a deputy director of the FBI on current events or national security matters. I am going to tell you there is no doubt unequivocally that prior to the execution of this search warrant, either the president of the United States or his chief of staff was fully debriefed on the fact that this warrant was going to be executed. Right. But what they did, and I know this to be a fact, was said, don't tell us exactly when it's going to happen. So we have, quote unquote, deniability. That's what happened. As I said, they knew that the attorney general was going in this direction, but they said, you know, we, we've got to have that wiggle room, which is what they all do in the swamp. And it's disgusting. Stuart Kaplan, he is an attorney in uh, West Palm Beach right now. If you need uh, good representation, you look him up. All right. I will if I ever get in trouble down in Florida. All right. World reaction to this. Uh, the BBC is the most powerful news agency in the world. Um, apart from the American press, um, varying, uh, depending on where you are in the world, CNN, unfortunately, is everywhere. But the BBC, outside of the USA, is the most powerful. Here's what they did on this story yesterday. Go. President Trump was one of the biggest critics of Hillary Clinton when she used her personal email as the Secretary of State. Uh, and potentially, uh, you know, some people think she violated some of our laws related to only using uh, government official emails so that those documents become records. And here we have President Trump having done something potentially much more egregious. This may be much ado about nothing. The reality is that not much is going to come of this. It seems that the Justice Department, as it has been for the last decade or so, has become much politicized. Okay, so at least they balanced it. I was expecting the worst from the BBC, but they balanced it. All right, Biden. So Biden goes to uh, South Carolina, Kiowa Island, very nice place, uh, on vacation. Why? He's got a house in Rehoboth, same ocean, all right? And it's much, much hotter in South Carolina right now and more humid. I, I'm not getting this at all. Why would you go to South Carolina? We don't know. They won't say how long he's going to be down there. We do know, according to press reports, that Hunter's there. Hunter. He's getting a little vacation. Now, I'm not going to speculate further than that. I'm just saying to myself, why would you go from your residence on the beach in Delaware to a, another residence, we don't know where he's staying, in South Carolina in August when the weather there is a lot worse in Delaware? I don't know. Now, before he left, 
uh, there was some rather disturbing videotape. I had to I had to think about whether to run this or not, but I think we have to roll it now and voice it over. Uh, those on the radio, I will describe. So uh, President Biden gets out of the helicopter, Marine One. He's on a tarmac. He can't put his jacket on. All right. So he's got his mask on. He turns to his wife. Uh, she helps him put his jacket on, but he's still having trouble despite her actually putting his arm in the sleeve. All right. So it takes him a full 30 seconds to get the jacket on. And now he drops his sunglasses, leans over, picks them up. This is not a good look. Now, I'm not being mean. All right. I'm not nasty and snickering. That's not what I'm in business to do here. I am telling you, this man is infirm. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes? and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part, this spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. Donald Trump is opposed in New York today. This is a case about his real estate operation in New York State, the Attorney General Letitia James, fanatical progressive leftist, is trying to pin some kind of fraud on Trump and his corporation by saying that it overvalued property in tax returns. Now, that's what this is all about. So Trump came in, he answered the subpoena, and then he took the Fifth Amendment, which I would have done, Any anybody would have done it. Because no matter what you say in an interview like that, it's going to be used against you. So he took the fifth. Not a big deal. Okay, new Monmouth University poll, shaky uh, operation there in New Jersey. Um, and they asked about the January 6th committee. House of Representatives created a select committee to investigate U.S. Capitol incident that has recently been holding public hearings. How much have you been following? A lot, 23%, a little, 38%, not at all, 39%. Okay, so that's 76% not really paying attention, which is about right. Second question I have, the recent House January 6th committee hearings changed your mind about what happened at the Capitol that day. Yes, 8%. No, 89%. So this is purely for the media, this January 6th thing. Purely for the media. Folks don't. Yeah. All right. 
Department of Homeland Security. Oh, yeah. Do you feel safe with these people, Mayorkas? Oh, I do. So they've knocked out the remain in, pol in Mexico policy completely. It doesn't matter because about 5,000 in a year and a half asylum seekers were returned to Mexico after a federal judge said, hey, President Biden, you just can't knock this out. Got to have a little legal basis to do so. The Biden administration then came up with the legal basis and the judge uh, lifted the injunction. So now every person in the world who wants to come to America, all they have to do is go to the southern border, sneak across, and when they're caught, say, I want asylum, and they're released into the USA, unless they have a criminal record or something like that. Open border. Okay. <laughs> so you know about the brawl between Texas and Arizona. It's among Texas, Arizona, D.C., and New York. Busing migrants from Texas and Arizona to D.C. and New York. Well, three more buses showed up uh, today at the Port Authority bus terminal in Manhattan. We don't have a head count, but about 4,000 migrants have come to New York City so far on these bus trips. All right. And the mayor, Eric Adams, is now threatening to go to Texas. He won't do that because he would not be well received down there. Um, and he wants the Biden administration to give money to house the 4,000 people. So this is ongoing, ongoing. And it's a culture war play. So Texas, Arizona, go, look, we're tired of you left wing people up in the northeast espousing and supporting open borders and sanctuary cities and all that. So these people we have to deal with every day, hundreds of thousands of them in Arizona, New Mexico, California, and Texas. So now we're going to bust them up to you. The program is voluntary. Migrants have to sign a paper saying, yeah, I want to go to New York or I want to go to D.C. All right. You remember on October 1st, 2020, actor Rick Moranis, he was in Ghostbusters. He's a a uh, good guy, he's walking down a street in Manhattan, Upper West Side, and a guy comes over and uh, punches him in the face. Okay, boom. And Morass is hurt, had to go to the hospital. So that was almost two years ago. Finally, now, the guy has pled guilty to assault because he did it to six others, not just Rick Moranis. And he's going to be uh, sentenced on August 23rd. Now, he wasn't out on bail like all the other people who punch you in the face are because they kept him uh, in psychiatric evaluation because he's punching people in the face. They had to. Or the city of New York would have been sued, which it probably will be anyway. So I'm going to follow it. I'll let you know what this guy gets on August 23rd. Smart life. So this is a segment where we want you to prosper in a very, very difficult time. You know what this Fitbit thing is? It's a little device. It's like a smart watch that tracks your physical activity. All right. It tells you how many steps you walk, how many miles you walk. It tracks your sleep. It does all that. It costs from 70 to 280 bucks. If you want, look, the key to good health is not eating garbage and especially sugar, not drinking and smoking. I mean, you can have a cocktail every now and then and a beer. That's fine, but you don't want to pollute your body. But you got to walk. And so this Fitbit incentivizes that. You'll see how much you're doing. 
and you can set a goal. Smart life, Fitbit. This day in history, August 10th, 1988, President Reagan gives retribution. Okay, not retribution. What am I talking about, O'Reilly? Reparations. <laughs> President Reagan gives reparations to Japanese Americans who were interned by FDR during World War II. 34 years ago, today, they got the equivalent to $50,000 in today's money. It was $20,000 back then. 82,000 Japanese Americans who were taken out of their homes in Oregon, Washington, Arizona, California, and Alaska and put in little camps, they got reparations from Ronald Reagan. Okay, mail segment. No, a lot of it on the Trump thing and a final thought that uh, you will like. Coming right back. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, let's go to the mail. Gerald Brooks, Boynton Beach, Florida. Your reporting on the raid at Mar-a-Lago was superb and without peer, O'Reilly. Seems to me the raid was partially done to enrage some folks to push back in an unproductive way. I don't think it was bear baiting, you know, pushing the conservatives to go crazy. They did, some of them. But, they, you know, they really want to get Trump. Uh, Joe Poland, Andover, Connecticut, Is it a possibility that the reason we have no public explanation from the Department of Justice or the FBI is because it truly was a fishing expedition? It's possible. You know, as we said, Uh, our guests didn't think that was it. I do. A little slight disagreement there. They're looking for January 6th. Um, On a message board, Scott, there is no way the FBI and DOJ can recover from this. Jack, on a message board, sickening. This nation has never been in such absurd, topsy-turvy conditions, socially, politically, culturally, as it is in the present lawless, corrupt, and morally bankrupt era. It's bad. That's why you got to stay here. Got to be with us. BillOReilly.com should be your home for information. 
Stephen Stone, Las Vegas. Billy FBI is so dug in trying in their failed attempts to get Trump. No Russian collusion, nothing on the impeachments, nor to save face. Do you think there's a possibility they will plant evidence? We dealt with that today, and we did so partially off your letter, Stephen. But there were other commentators that I saw. No. Eileen Pia, Oceanside, California. How much can one man take? I marvel at how former President Trump is standing up to so many attacks. I don't know how he does it either. Charles, your final thought on money spot on. Discipline is learned over time and wants to begin at a young age. Urchins must earn their own money. Yes. My kids work. Have to. Okay? They have to. Don't let them hang around. Uh, Zach Russell, Oxford, Mississippi, just signed up for premium membership. Loving the content on the site. Thank you, Zach. Got Killing the Killers free. What a book it was, enlightening and informative. Killing the Legends, I can't wait. Killing Legends out. September 2-7, September 27th. Sign up for BillOReilly.com, you get it free. Re-up, you get it free. This is going to be the most talked about book of the year. Guarantee it. All right, word of the day, do not be banal. B-A-N-A-L. Right back with a final thought. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Okay, final thought of the day is Hillary Clinton. Throw it on up there. She's got a hat. She wants you to buy her hat. The hat costs 32 bucks. The hat says, but her emails... Oh, come on. Come. Why do you need a hat for $32, Mrs. Clinton? Why? Why? All right. So after the FBI raid, Hillary Clinton went out there with the stupid hat. Is that arrogant? I believe so. You got away with it, madam. If you got away with it. I wouldn't be doing any hats. Karma. I know you don't believe in karma, but it does exist. How obnoxious is this? I mean, really, on a scale of one to 10, it's gotta be 10, right? It's gotta be 10. She got away with it. She took 
classified information, put it on her personal servers. Her staff destroyed stuff. All right, Comey let her walk. Well, she didn't really know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. And then she's got a hat? Uh, 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 uh. No shame, and you know why? Because the media gonna let her get away with it. You're not gonna say anything about it. I bet you didn't even know that hat. Did you know it? Write me, Bill, o Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town, please, Vushu upon. Did you know about that hat before I told you? Okay, that happened yesterday. Do you hear it anywhere? No. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, so um, tomorrow, uh, as I told you, I have a very interesting conversation coming up. I haven't done it yet, but I'm on this now as a reporter. You know, most of the time I, I'm an analyst because I don't have time to be a reporter, but this story is so big that I'm back in my repertorial mode. Um, and I've got, you know, I'm hoping, you never know, uh, but the person agreed to talk with me. I don't know if it's person's going to go on a record or off the record. I don't know, but I'm going to find out some really interesting stuff. And I will tell you what I found out on Thursday's No Spin News. Thank you for watching and listening this evening. We will see you tomorrow.